Hello and welcome to the Lit Up and Liberated podcast with me, Yvette Mayer. I'm a business coach with a 30-year-long corporate background in marketing and advertising. I have a huge passion for helping you launch and scale your online business. And when you do, I want you to feel lit up and liberated too. Lit up because you're doing work you love, you're in your zone of genius and liberated from those chains of the nine to five, the stress and the struggle. I'm all about building businesses with soul, strategy and savvy. On this podcast, you'll hear from inspiring entrepreneurs and you'll gain practical tips, strategies and tools that you can apply to your online business. So let me ask you this, are you ready to feel lit up and liberated? Oh my goodness, I didn't put music on. I'm terribly sorry. I've just come in from visiting my father at the nursing home that he lives in and I just walked in the house and jumped straight in because it's after 1pm. Okay, well thank you, thank you for joining me this week and I am going to be sharing with you the magic of online courses, particularly how important they've been in building my business and scaling my impact and income, as well as some mistakes I see people make. And then we're going to jump into some teaching points around if you're thinking about launching a course, some things to look out for and how you can do this more successfully and get off to a really strong start. Before I go into all of this good stuff, hey Suzanne, I am going to share with you my own journey with course creation. And hi Andy, all good. It began with my ambition back uh, in, I think it was around August or September last year, when I realised that my one-on-one coaching business was amazing and yet without finding ways to strategically scale my business uh, income wise it wasn't going to sustain me and so I made the decision to run my first group program. I will say right now that I had no idea what I was doing and I therefore followed my nose if you like and Built myself a sales page using MailChimp. There was no problem with that at all. That was all good. And pulled together my my best attempt at a headline, an offer, a hook, what the course would include uh, or the program itself would include. And, yeah, I got out there and started talking about it on LinkedIn primarily, which was where I was growing my personal brand and my coaching business primarily. And not much happened. One person that I know personally came to me early and said, I'm really interested in this. So send me through the link or the way to sign up. And I was hesitant to do that because that was the only bite that I had. So I actually right through to like close the cart, didn't send her the methodology to pay. I was just showing up every day telling myself this is 
really uncomfortable and yet I will put myself through this because I know it's a really good learning experience and by then I'd also started to understand that most people or most people in my field of coaching have a failed launch when they first start and I wanted to build my resilience muscles so despite me having a pretty weak mindset at times yes I did I was very determined that I would show up talking about this program every day until the cart closed regardless because it was practice. It was resilience building, it was practice and it was almost a mission and commitment that I made to myself that I would keep going because I can do hard things. And yes, at the end of that I felt deflated I lost confidence. I started to, you know, have all of those negative bias type conversations with myself, like I'm not good enough. Of course, people don't want to do this with me. What was I thinking? Yada, yada, yada. It didn't last long because I I was very aware that this is frankly a part of the process of getting closer to launching a successful course and that I hadn't done enough of the groundwork and I felt like an amateur. And at that time, I just decided to do Amy Porterfield's Digital Course Academy and become a professional. At least that was like, that was my, my way of dealing with the mindset. I was like, you know what? I was an amateur. I'm going to do this Digital Course Academy and I'm going professional. And so it was good. It, it led me to that point of deciding that, yes, courses were important to me and that they would form a big part of my business moving forward, but that my half, half-assed half attempt wasn't good enough by anyone's standard, including my own. And that's where it led me to. So what I'm going to do now is talk to you more broadly about why courses are important some of the mistakes I see made, and then I'll get into some teaching points. Number one, I am so grateful that I took this path towards course creation. It has given me so much. A, more impact, able to get, a, get across, or to coach more people and take them on a journey of transformation from where they are that may be stuck in whatever field it is, because I started off with uh, working on happiness, and then I moved on to business coaching as uh, subject matters in my courses. In both instances, I took people on a journey of being stuck to through that process of unsticking and transforming. So that that ability to be able to work with many more people than is possible in one-on-one is the first reason. The second is it takes you from not just being able to scale your impact to being able to scale your income. And that is really important when you are a service provider. It can also bolster, quite frankly, a product-based business, but I'm I'm gonna talk to service provider right now because a service provider, for the most parts, offers their uh, services one-on-one and you are very much trading hours for dollars which can really inhibit your ability to generate income as well as it puts you at the risk of market uh, rises and falls 
it doesn't uh, set you up to be able to do things like take a vacation because you, if you take time out of the business and you're being paid um, trading hours, dollars for services, then there's no income when you stop trading. And these two things are really important. Another one I would say is it really grows your credibility. When you have that fully developed and also ran have ran that course, then you also have testimonials which make it far more attractive the next time around you sell it. And yes, you can repeat the same course time and time again. Um, in my case, I like to add some fresh content around it, but I am very much still selling the original business coaching course that I developed earlier this year. And there's so much joy in doing work once and then being able to monetize it, but also impact more and more lives along the way. And it also builds out a body of work. And that really helped me when I went into a launch for my private coaching, actually having this body of work that added credibility and provided extra material to my business coaching clients that came in from a one-on-one perspective. Look, there's lots of reasons that creating a course is amazing. They're the biggest ones for me, but you'll also have your own. Like there's something very empowering as well about teaching and going through this process of getting really clear on the skills that you have and how you can take them to more people through a course platform and doing that, it's like, wow, I've created something amazing. It's almost like writing a book. You know, it's your work, it's your creation. It wasn't in the world until you put it together in this precise manner. And that is freaking amazing. Now I'm going to move on to the mistakes that I see commonly made in the course creation field. And some of these are going to be really obvious and some of them are going to feel repetitive because these are the same mistakes in some regards that I see made more broadly for early stage entrepreneurs. Um, But I'll go through them one-on-one. So the first one is getting all caught up in creating the course itself and the process and what's going to go in it and getting really, like, really attached to that without... A, identifying who the course is for right up front and getting really, really uh, niche in that audience that you're creating this course for and validating, validating that that particular audience wants the course, that wants the transformation that your course is offering. And what this leads to is no sales. So it is highly important to be very, very intentional in creating that ideal audience and getting to know them and talking to them and getting under the skin of what would provide the most value to them as the first step. So that's number one. Number two is doing this without any any framework um, in terms of learning how to do it, which is what I did. If you go on this journey and make it up and guess, you will have limited success. Not going to sugarcoat it. Now, you don't need to go and do what I did, which is like the full Monty of digital courses training. There is plenty of other ways that you can learn this skill. Uh, and and even in the way that I learned, which was uh, through Amy Porterfield, 
I'm not doing every single thing she says because we're different humans. She's like the most organized, cross T's, eyes dotted, do everything in advance, high preparation human that I've ever come across. And I am not that human. So, you know, I take the bits, many, many, much of the of the elements that I um, I learned in that digital course academy process. But as I go on, it's iterating in a way that's true to me. Um, but the preparation and actually, you know, knowing up front what that transformation is and the particular modules you're going to create and how that's a journey to take somebody from not knowing a skill to being confident in a skill, doing that kind of groundwork up front is critical. It's going to help your confidence and it's going to help your content deliver the transformation. So preparation is massive and was my biggest challenge last time. Uh, The next one is entering the process with fear. And some of the fear may be, I'm not good with technology. I'm going to struggle. Oh, I don't want to be on the video camera. Oh my God. Like there's so many mindset barriers that stop people and they don't actually make it through. They might even invest in training on how to create a course and drop out. And it's just the stories that you're telling yourself. You can absolutely do this and you don't have to be a technical expert. There are ways to outsource. There are basic versus advanced versions. You don't actually have to show up on a video. You can create courses that are simply slides and audio hugely effectively. You also don't need to start with the whole bells and whistles of an eight or a 12 week program. Uh, and and it's, I would suggest always starting with a simple work, paid workshop or masterclass to dip your toe in the water, get you more comfortable and confident. And over time, then you start to level up into more and more sophisticated and robust course formats. So they're some of the primary mistakes I see made. The biggest one, and I'm going to say it again, is doing a hell of a lot of work and being so excited about the process of what you're developing and not focusing on growing an audience to sell it to that has an appetite, that specifically has a need and a want for what you're creating. Lots of things to consider in there. Okay, now I'm going to jump into the more positive what are things to know so that you won't make necessarily the mistakes I made. The first one is the small bites. So it comes off my last last point, which is don't start with a 12-week festival. Begin with learning how to create an online workshop that is paid. In that process, you're going to have to learn how to set up your payment system how to create the slides, how to write a narrative. And that is a learning experience in and of itself. It's great to have the vision of the longer term and the full signature program, but to start with getting comfortable with smaller bites. Of course, of course, it goes without saying is straight out, out the gate, know who you're wanting to help the skill, who are you going to teach this skill process transformation to and start building an appetite in those people from the second you have made a decision to begin this 
creation of workshops, masterclasses, courses, programs. Build your audience. Do it now. People, I know I say this all the time, but start building your personal brand and your audience before you're ready. And that means now. The next one is the validation process itself. So not just building that audience, but talking to them, like literally booking calls and running through um, what their challenges are that they are really desperate to solve and listening to their language. What are they really looking for from a transformation perspective and making sure that what you are developing meets their, their wants and their needs, but their wants, what do they really want? Uh, the next one I would always suggest is do some training. Now I highly recommend the digital course Academy. I am an affiliate and I'll, I've been leaving some links into things that Amy is offering right now. The one I dropped in today, which um, in the podcast, I'm going to release this as a podcast episode as well. So if you're listening to the podcast, I will make sure there is Amy Porterfield's quiz on how to know which type of course to start with and with it and whether a course is right for you. Going to leave that here. Do, the, do that process and get some advice from the wisdom of Amy Porterfield. Um, but outside of that, do a course in general. Like it doesn't have to be Amy's. There's plenty of others around, but don't fly blind. All that will happen is you'll procrastinate. It'll take you three times as long and you will feel lost. What I love about Amy's course is it literally teaches you not just how to create a course, but it teaches you how to build an audience, how to build an email list. She actually has done for you email templates. So it speeds up the process significantly. So I found that really valuable. And I'm sure there's other courses that do the same. Uh, the other thing that was in this particular course I did was a lot of tech uh, how to. So there's videos to teach you how to actually use the technology. Phenomenally supportive. I'm so glad, grateful that I had that. Eight months on, I know how to do it confidently. Uh, but in the beginning, I was like, so many things to learn. Um, so yeah, the course was absolutely brilliant for the fact that it covered so many of the challenges that come up and supported me through that. If you're doing a course that doesn't have things like the tech, uh, the tech know-how, the, the do-it-yourself style video education, a lot of this stuff you can find on YouTube. And YouTube is my favorite go-to for anything I don't know how to do when it comes to learning new tech, how to run a Facebook ad, like all of the things I go straight to YouTube. And that's how I built my business because I know that most of you like me don't have pots of money sitting around to invest from the outset into all of the things. And the more you can learn uh, from a DIY perspective, certain elements, the faster you will go. So definitely leverage things like YouTube to teach you the, the, those elements that you're not as confident with. And that is technology for sure. And the last one, which is a bit of an offer that is coming is having local support. So when I did this course, last year, which is based in the US, thousands and thousands of people, you feel a little bit like you're a tiny, tiny fish in a big ocean. You're not in the time, same time zone. So that can uh, limit your ability to do things live and ask live questions. And that was a little bit of a challenge. And it's something that Sue 
my friend um, Sue McLaren, who has a business called the Unicorn Advisory, which is all about uh, Kajabi, which is the course platform that Amy trained us on. She has a business specifically in tech support and done-for-you services on this course platform, and she's based in Australia. And obviously I have the experience locally in Australia in building courses using this methodology. So we're actually going to be launching uh, as a team a complimentary program that is free uh, that will help you if you invest in the Digital Course Academy it's like a local support team. So the entire 12 weeks that the DCA is live, the two of us will be running weekly Q&As twice a week and providing you all sorts of value add so that you actually have a local hub uh, and a smaller community where your questions can be answered, when your copy can be looked over. So I'm really excited to be doing that. And I know that for the people that sign up for DCA this year through us, that are in Australia, it's specifically for Australians that want to do this in a more supported way, that it's going to be incredibly valuable. So that's it for this week. I strongly recommend courses as part of the mix. If you are in a service-oriented business model, they very much help you scale both impact and income. They help with credibility. They're big on social proof. It's more and more that you can Remonetize as well. As I said, it's like writing a book. It's a piece of work that you can continually take out to market. And that, my friends, is a beautiful thing. Now, there's only a couple of you on here, but if you have questions, please feel free to jump on in. Yes, Awesome can answer questions about DCA specifically, but I'm happy just to answer questions about whether you should uh, create a course, why you should do it, any other learnings that I've had along the way, I'm here for it all. Uh, It's definitely something that I have a passion for and I know that I'm very early in the journey. I I have no clue, to be honest, what is the next creation that I will bring out into the world. Uh, But I do know that it's something that I enjoy doing. I get so much pleasure from packaging up all of the intelligence that I've gathered to help others move more quickly. And yeah, I I love the process of having a group live, like having the mastermind live right now is just so phenomenal. I, yeah, I, I can't even tell you the fulfillment I get out of creating this container where there's a whole group that are getting to know each other, learning from each other, as well as from the program. It is absolutely fantastic. So I highly recommend it. Uh, Now, there's no questions, so I'm going to jump off. But if you do have questions on this video specifically, leave them in the comments here and I'll make sure that I come back and ask, answer them um, at least via text. And I hope you guys have an awesome, awesome week. Thanks so much for catching this live and I'll talk to you again soon. You've made it all the way to the end. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur podcast. Why not keep going just a little bit further and leave me a review? Five stars would be absolutely amazing. And even better, some comments. I will do my best to call you out in a future episode real soon. To connect with me further, you can find me at yvettemayer.com, on Instagram, yvettemayer underscore, 
and you're invited to join the free Facebook group, The Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur, where we chat all things business, tips and growth on the daily. I can't wait to bring you more quality content in the future. I'll be back soon. You can link to all of those connection mechanisms in the show notes. Bye for now.